Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode on the 10 minutes of UX podcast. Da, 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 drum rolls. Oh my god. Yeah. For I think it's almost it's about a year now and I've been saying, oh, I'm gonna get a new a new um intro and did everything well on this podcast, but it is what it is. Um I think the podcast is functional over it sticks. Um but yeah that's it i've recorded this particular episode i think this is the third or fourth time i do not know why i'm finding i'm looking for some level of perfection on this but again i think um, my podcast has grown to the point where um i now need to be very conscious of whatever i'm putting out and fine tune so that everyone who is listening to it can enjoy it but that's what it is and um welcome to episode 34 if i'm correct i'm not great numbers remember and um yeah you are listening to praise ux no other person but praise ux yeah um i've not handed the podcast over to anyone yet but um today i'm going to be talking about designer developer relationship let me put it that way because i do not know the perfect um topic to give it or probably let's say working with developers i don't know when i'm designing um the cover for this i would think of a topic yeah but let's get into it um it's not uncommon to see conversations like um should designers learn how to code um what i designed isn't what the developer um brought into the life environment um this is not what i designed you know all of those mini small conversations about oh my design isn't looking like um why design developers don't xyz i don't know why developers are like this blah 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 (laughs) i'm talking to you today on how to manage or control situations like that um a little background for me i have a um, developer background and so um in a sh- very simple way, I moved from development to design. And even when, I, when, even in design right now, there are many times when I get bored and I try to move back to development, uh, do some data analysis. So that's my background too. I I would say I have the um, have the technical skill sets of both ends. I can easily understand and communicate with um, anyone from a technical. Um, background particularly for developers or data analysts and all of that and so that's that and so it has given me the opportunity and the privilege to um, see both sides of a coin and how to manage things that way in fact many times I'm always um, on the side of a developer versus on the side of a designer yeah that's what works for me that's that's who I am anyway and today straight into and forget the blabbings about me and whatnot I've discovered that many times it's a communication gap and understanding the tech stack that will be used to um, develop whatever you've designed and why the um, the development team will be going with such decision that brings us brings us to this um, little commotion on um, I do not like working with developers. The developer didn't do what I designed and all of that. And this is what I mean. Um, there are many times as designers where we start designing without proper communication with um, the development team, either a one-man development team, two-man, um, whatever is the number, or whosoever is going to be the developer or the decision-makers 
from the development team there are many times you start designing without them on board and probably while the um uh, the design fees has gone um 50 percent of 75 percent of sometimes you've handed over that's when development comes on board there are many times it happens um i recently switched jobs and now i have the opportunity to work very closely with developers and so i discovered that for me at this time this was the moment where i had to communicate and if possible over communicate with the development team and it has helped me a lot now if you have a project manager things might be easier but if you do not have a project manager as a designer take it as your sole responsibility to communicate with the development team irrespective of the number of persons but communicate with the key decision makers the stakeholders of the development team and they are not just communicating to say oh how are you what's your favorite meal um how was your weekend and all of that nah you are communicating to understand the tech stack that they would be using for the project and so you want to understand everything about what they'll be doing with that project um you want to understand what framework they'll be using as well on that project what programming language everything you need to know and some person will say oh why do i need to concern myself with the development team why do i need to concern myself with what they'll be doing this is the reason why you have nothing to lose you are gaining more knowledge um you wouldn't be in one spot forever you might be in a situation tomorrow where you need to work closely with developers in fact it's actually a very huge selling point when you uh speaking to anybody and you can understand and speak um the developer language or you can understand and communicate very well and even um say this to your next employer or your next recruiter to say oh i communicate very well with developers um and in our hands on hands documentation and all of that it's a huge selling point for you so do not be of that school of thought to say oh why do i need to concern myself you are learning it's knowledge and no knowledge is lost i like to say that um it's good for you to know a little bit of everything and decide to be a master at one thing versus knowing nothing and you are just there and so understand communicate to understand the tech stack that will be used for that project communicate to understand the framework that will be used for that project in my situation i've had a situation where my first situation working on my new job was i went hired to design because there was no developer yet on my team and when i was about 90 um, percent done a developer came on board and at, at the time the developer came on board um the decision from the development team was that it would be um it would help them save more resources and save time and manage the project well if they would build on ionic framework and asw amazon asw now ionic framework already have their ui components exactly how it should look like so where your input field is um a box or a rectangle ionic framework would make use of a line um where your drop down is like um it's a little arrow ionic framework is going to um, work with the field arrow and so um there are all of these little changes and for me as a designer i'd gone ahead to design without any framework in mind without any communication with the developer because i had no one now when one came on board i had no other um i had no other um um reason not to communicate with them and understand why they'll be using um the framework they've chosen and the moment i understood all i had to do was go back to my design 
mirror whatever I was doing with Ionic Framework and make sure that it aligns with Ionic Framework. And this went down to the icons. So even my icons had to be aligned with the Ionic Framework. Now, um, the project is currently in the development phase and each time there's a review, I'm happy, I'm glad because I'm exactly saying that why design is mirrored in development. If I had no communication with the developer, I know that, oh, Ionic Framework would be used an AWS, rather. I would be pissed off seeing that, oh, um, my UI components and which I've designed is not exactly what is being used in development. So communicate to understand the tech stack. With the experience that I had when I moved on to another project, the first thing I did was to communicate and say, oh, what framework are you going to be using? Um, or what is the tech stack you'll be using for this project? And the developer was so happy to share with me. Interestingly, why he even had also had a Figma, they also created a Figma design system for their UI components as well. So it was like a walk in the park, like it was so easy for me. So the summary of everything I'm saying is communicate to understand the tech stack of whatever product you are building. Your journey as a designer does not just end with um, the Figma file. It continues as long as that product is alive. It's, it's, it's a thing of joy when you see whatever product you've designed still being um, in use, seeing um, that they have use, um, active users and all of that. I do not want to go past um, 10 minutes, but I believe that um, when I do the series on um, design systems and com and documentation, whatever I've said now, if you do not understand it, um, you will gain more understanding um, in the next episode. So I'm going to pause right now, go and drink water, and record the next episode. Thank you very much. Bye.